This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Michael Lee joins us now, senior writer for The Vertical. He joins us right now in the Ryan Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Store's guest line. There are truly steps beyond convenient. Alongside Perk, I'm Frito. Michael, thank you for taking the time to come on with us today. Thank you for having me on. Hey, uh... Mike, man, when it, a great tweet from you yesterday says this. Been a rough 2017 for Banana Boat Crew. CP3 hurt thumb. LeBron has lost six of eight. Melo losing, feuding with Phil. D-Wade rips teammates' effort. What the heck happened to this crew? Man? Well, what happened here? <laughs> you know what? Everybody gets old. That's what was happening. Uh, you know, and that, that's, that's what's happening with this group. I mean, you know, Wade is 35. LeBron's 32, Melo's about to be 33, Paul's about to be 32 pretty soon. Um, and uh, they just had a, a bad run of luck so far. You know, I, I remember there was a talk last year about maybe them all wanting to play together. Yep. And maybe, maybe that's really what the next step is, so they can at least have some fun and go out with a bang with each other because being apart right now isn't fun for any of them. Who, who is worse off right now in the Banana Boat crew? I, I mean, it, it, it's, it's tough. I, I mean, you guys reported uh, yesterday at the Vertical that, um, what, Boston and, and uh, the Clippers. In the Clippers, yes, are trying to. Yeah, that the Knicks reached out to them in an effort to trade Mello uh, as, well as, as well as Cleveland. Who is Cleveland. worse off in the Banana Boat crew right now? Uh, easily, Carmelo, if you look at it from a basketball perspective, from a financial perspective, he's doing okay. But uh, from a basketball perspective, he's the furthest away from uh, being in any kind of type of contention. I mean, obviously, Wade is in a tough spot, um, you know, in Chicago, where it seems like their problems go deeper than just the, the talent. And it looks like there's a little friction with the coaching staff. They've had problems with Rajon Rondo being there. Um, so they've had some real serious chemistry uh, problems that Coach Fred Hoiberg hasn't seemed to have been able to address. Um, and then uh, Chris Paul is probably in a tough spot because he's a free agent coming up. And uh, LeBron's probably the one that doesn't have as much to worry about because Cleveland could lose, you know, 10 out of 12 and still win the East without much problem. Uh, so I just think that he, he's just kind of frustrated because his team got, his, got beat by San Antonio and Golden State. And he realizes that if he wants to win another championship this year, that he's going to need a lot more reinforcement. Right now, he doesn't have it. But uh, like I said, if you got to go, the, the one that has been the most trouble and go down is it's Melo, uh, then D Wade, then Chris Paul, and then LeBron. I don't know what D Wade's options are. We're talking to Michael Lee, senior writer for the Vertical. He, look, he's got a player option for $23.8 million next year. Even with these escalating salary caps, nobody is going to approach that kind of money for a guy who turned 35 who's going to turn 36 next January in the middle of the season. He said he didn't want to play for the 2.4 million the Cavs uh, could pay him this, you know, during the, prior to this season. Where is he going to go? No one's going to approach that. Is he willing to give up that kind of money when he said chasing rings now aren't the most important thing to him? But I can't see Dwayne making that kind of sacrifice. 
I can't either, especially since he made so many sacrifices to get rings. Um, I couldn't imagine him giving up, you know, up, upwards of twenty, ten to twenty million dollars, uh, you know, <laughs> just just to try to chase another ring. I mean, he has three. He's going to the Hall of Fame no matter what. Uh, I know he wants to win still. He doesn't want to throw any parts of his career. But even him signing with Chicago for the deal he signed. There was no way he expected that he was joining a championship contender in Chicago. You know, he was going to be on a team that's going to be a little bit better than Miami Heat, but nobody expected him to be contending for anything. So um, I, I think that right now he's just talking a lot, maybe trying to put some pressure on the Bulls to <laughs> maybe get a little bit better than what they've, they've done. Um, but I don't, I don't see anywhere else he can go unless he wants to make a severe cut or unless maybe we we don't we haven't seen the inside of that uh, email that Pat Riley sent to him. Maybe he told him he has something, something lined up for him if he ever wants to come back. So who knows? You're not going to see Dwayne Wade pull a David West, who gave up about 11 – hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I, you know, gave up about $11 million to go try to chase a ring. And, now, David West doesn't have any rings. So he, he made that sacrifice, but he gave up $11 million to play for, for peanuts for the Spurs, and it didn't pay off. I, Dwayne's not doing that. No way. No, like I said, he he's been given he provided enough uh discounts to NBA owners uh throughout his career. I think he's he's done uh you know, subsidizing the the wealth of uh billionaires uh so that he so that he can try to get a ring. Uh so I I'm I'm pretty sure he's he's past that phase in his career. Um but again I think he wants the Bulls to try to figure it out and get it together. But you never know. Um last year Denver Denver was really in the mix. They really tried hard. To, to sign him, um, so even if he says he's, he's leaving Chicago, there might be a chance that he just signs a one-year deal with a team that is, you know, that can just allow him to make a lot of money and just do his thing and, and provide mentorship for for a team. But uh, if he wants to compete for a championship, he's not gonna have a chance to do that and get paid anymore. Michael uh, Dion Waiters, um, is he playing his way onto a roster spot with the Heat next year, or is he playing his way into a big contract with somebody else? You know, he he can opt out after this season. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised that he only was able to get that much money uh, at free agency last uh, summer, because I mean, say what you will about him, and you know, there's a lot of jokes about him being a ball hog or a, a gun or whatever. He's got a lot of talent, and I think you've seen that in the last couple of games, especially in that game over um, the, the, the Warriors. You know, um, I, this guy has some ability, but I think the the one thing he hasn't really had is an opportunity to really, you know, be a focal point. You know, that's what he's always wanted. He he, he begged for it in Cleveland uh, up until LeBron got there, and and then he wanted to have a bigger role in Oklahoma City, uh, but that didn't happen. So I think now he's just in a good place. So. Um, I'm not sure what the Heat plans on doing this off season. I'm not even sure if they plan on keeping most of the pieces they have right now through the trade deadline. But I think that um, there, I wouldn't see it as too much of a risk to get beyond a, a chance because uh, whatever you say about him, he, he has some talent, and uh, and I, I, I love his attitude because he, he just proved that. Uh, you know, if no one else is going to toot your own horn, you might as well blow it yourself. That's right. That is correct. Reportedly, when Phil Jackson met with Mello, he asked him, you know, do you want to be here? Couldn't Mello have turned the tables on Phil and say, do you want to be here? 
Uh, it, it just Phil doesn't seem to be able to burn all the calories that, say, a Pat Riley does or John Elway does in Denver in the NFL. I just know how hard he works and how much he cares about the Knicks. Yeah, and, and you know, Carmelo proved how much he cares about being a Nick the minute he demanded a no-trade clause and signed a five-year deal with no no uh, opt-outs. I mean, this guy wants to be in New York. He wants to be a Nick. He wants to win with the Knicks, you know, and he's been clear about that from day one. You know, he's not the one that traded J.R. Smith and Iman Shumper for nothing. You know, he's not the one that traded for Derrick Rose. He's not the one that signed Joaquin Noah for, you know, $80 million or whatever it was, $70 million. You know, he's not making the moves that are making the Knicks. He hasn't had three coaches in the last two seasons. He's not He's not hiring those guys. These decisions are all on film, and it, it's really amusing that he's making Carmelo the scapegoat because for whatever reason he's not buying into the triangle offense. Well, check it out. It's 2017. Nobody's buying the triangle offense. <laughs> that is it. You know, it's a, it's a dead offense. It's not um, going to do anything. That I mean, if, if you have your coaching disciples, you could probably say now or Steve Kerr, and uh, maybe even a Luke Walton guys that played in that system, they're not running the triangle with their teams. I mean, they're using principles, but they're not running the triangle because the game has evolved. You know, it's, it's like if you don't have Michael Jordan, you're not having Kobe Bryant, you know, you're not going to be able to succeed with the triangle offense um, and try to force-feed it on guys in this era when the game is much more up-tempo, much faster. Um, you got to find a way to adjust. And it's just it's kind of disappointing that Melo has to take the blame because I don't think that there's been a day that he's been in New York that he didn't try to play hard for the Knicks. And it's sort of a shame that, you know, that they're trying to part ways with him and that wherever he, if he winds up getting traded, he's going to come away looking like the bad guy when um, when I really feel like his commitment to the Knicks far exceeds Phil's. Hey, uh, Michael, real quick, when, while we get out of here, with a lot of talk about the Banana Boat crew and them wanting to play together. Is there any team that could give them, that could give three of them or, or maybe all four what they want from the standpoint of coach, front office, ability to win a title, salary, um, and a city where they could all make money off the court? Can we get that expansion squad in Seattle going? That's what I really want to see. Uh, but, no, I, I don't know. I, I don't see that happening. Um because, you know, the one thing is about those those guys is that they all want to get paid and they all want to play for a long time. So there's no scenario where you can pay all four. And I don't know who would be the guy to give up a whole lot of money to make it happen. It won't be LeBron. <laughs> he's, the best, he's the best of all four. It won't be Chris Paul because he's the youngest of all four. Um, and it, and Melo's always been about that money. And I just don't see Dwayne Wade saying, yeah, I'll, I'll take right. the ultimate pay cut just to play with y'all. Like It's like, you know what, I love you. I will get on the banana boat in the summer with you, but I don't have to take any more pay cuts to play with you. Hey, Michael, thanks for taking the time to come on with us. Mike, we thanks, appreciate man. it. Anytime, man. Appreciate All right, it. Take All care. Right. That was Michael Lee, senior writer for The Vertical. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.